Sullivan, Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese, and Dan Kiefer coming to you with another episode of Talking Football. And uh, spirits are high because uh, talk about a rebound week. You know, we've been having to fade me for about two weeks. Last week, I made it a very focal point in the show of like, hey, uh, just fade everything. Do a whole nother round of bets of just fading all mine. If you did that last week, <laughs> jokes on you because your boy is back. And so are we because the talking football parlay hit once again this year. Um, and it's just absolutely fantastic. So round of applause for us. Uh, we'll take all the credit. And if you've been making bets with us, congratulations on winning uh, once again on a five game parlay because you're making money. And I think we all made money this week as well. I think we all went six and four, or if that's right, when we all made 10 bets uh, right as I hopped on the show tonight before we started air, I heard, Dan said he was going to go with 11 bets this week, just kind of try and make up for it. And uh, actually, I'm doing the same because it was like, I'm going to try and kind of sneak in one extra game here or there with a bet that I like and see if I can get my average back up just a little bit. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to do that. Just just going to try it this once because there was a couple bets in there. I was just like, ah, like, I don't really want to get rid of any of these. But that's enough talking for me at the beginning of the show. Boys, how are we doing and how is our weekend? Yeah, so to be fair, um, the reason I'm making an extra bet is not to get my average up. It's to calm my OCD because right now oh, we make okay. 10 bets every week and week one, I only made four. So right now, if we do 10 every week, I'm sitting on four or nine and I, I can't do that. You know, it's, it's like the volume on the TV. It has to be an even number, but if it's a five, it's okay. You know, it's the same. You thing. know, I actually just respect that. I'm not even going to make money. Like I just, I totally get that. Yeah. It's, it's been a problem for the last couple of weeks. How's trees? Not too bad, man. Uh, it was a really good weekend. So, I mean, when it's always a good weekend when your teams win and all your fantasy teams win. So, like, that mm. was great, right? So, went 4-0 in fantasy. Utes won. Jags won. Um, I did lose my biggest bet of the season that I've made on Monday night, and that was just an absolute heartbreaker. So, decided to go all out and make a big bet um, on Austin Eckler over 40 receiving yards. First drive, 28. I literally was celebrating. I I thought I, I think uh, I think the text was that was the easiest, easiest bet, bet in the world. How could it not be 28 <laughs> already? And like the problem is, is like he had like four other like if if Herbert would have just hit him like on mm-hmm. swing routes, like he legit probably could have had like 90 to a hundred receiving yards. It was just mind boggling. So that one hurt, but like overall, like it was a good weekend winning money, winning fantasy teams, winning, like you're not going to win everything. So yes, I lost that bet, which hurt, but overall I'm excited. And uh, one last thing before I go back to Dan, it's USC week. It's so, mm. I'm so excited. Mm. Also, yeah. also, I have to give a shout out to the oh nice little cup there, a little crimson cup mug for for Dan right mm, there. For the, Rub it for in. The is vibes. my shirt in the mail, by the way? No, it's sitting in my garage though. Um, Heck, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't forget. I, no, I didn't either. I literally was cleaning up my garage, and that's where all the crimson cup stuff was. And I got it out, and I was like, "Okay, this is Austin's, and it's still sitting there." And I you went got to any of those extra cups. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. Uh, yes, I do. And I went to the UPS store today. So my bad. <laughs> Uh, did you ever send me Damn. your address? Did you ever send me your address? I yeah, literally sent it to, to the you right after you said okay, I'll just cool. mail it to you. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh-huh. on man. I'll take care of it. Anyways, shout out to the Notre Dame kid that stormed the field. And I don't, I'm not always about like getting in player spaces. I, I don't really love that. But if you guys haven't seen it, he goes up and comments about like how where's your painted nails now like fuck your painted nails fingernails or whatever it was and i was just like yes i love that because if everybody doesn't know he wrote not only did he do fuck utah during the factual championship game the week before that he did fuck notre dame during the notre dame usc game last year so uh sweet revenge I, uh, I didn't know he did that. Before we dig into my thing while we're talking on caleb don't you guys love it how it took exactly one game USC lost one game, and all of a sudden the chatter started about how Caleb isn't a lock for number one. Now yeah, it might be Drake May. It took one game. Seriously. One game. I, I, it's insane. It's great. So, anyway, here's the deal. We're all about winning on this show. I've been winning by myself, and I think now it's time to bring the boys in because I've been in our local survivor pool at the bar. If anybody doesn't know, survivor pool is every week you have to pick one team to win. That's it. But you can only pick every team once. We're to the point now 
where it's down to eight people. It started out with like 62 at 20 bucks a pop, winner take all. So we're talking a it's a fair about a tax, fair amount of tax-free money that's going to be cash. So here's the teams I've used so far. Week one, I used the Ravens, followed by the Bills, Niners, Eagles, Lions. And then last week, I was big balling and I took my Miami Dolphins. So this week. Sorry, I'm muted. Mute. I'm muted. Sorry. Who did you say after the Niners? Sorry. Uh, Eagles, Lions, Eagles. Dolphins. Eagles is who I missed. Okay. All right. Cool. And it's gotten superstitious. Like every every Saturday, I text the bar owner and it's the exact same format of the text. Just the names change. It's like we're, yeah. we're really taking it serious this year. So here's the games I'm thinking of. What I've been doing is I just kind of look for like the largest couple spreads and then pick between those teams. I can't do that this year because I've used all of like the elite, elite teams minus, uh, you know, the Chiefs. So the games I'm looking at are Seahawks hosting the Cardinals. You know, I always like to take a home team because you yep. get that little extra bump, even though the Cardinals have been frisky in the first half this year. Uh, I also thought about the Packers going on the road off the bye to Denver. But Denver's one of those teams where I think they're going to win a couple throughout the year, where if you look at them just on paper every week, they're probably at a disadvantage. And Green Bay, in my opinion, hasn't looked awesome. Uh, Next game, people could say is an easy one, would be Chiefs hosting the Chargers. But I do feel like, and Austin would tell you, every year the Chargers-Chiefs games get stupid for no reason. The games just get stupid. So I'm like fading that hard. Yep. And I've already used the Niners. Uh, and I've used the Eagles and Dolphins. So, so those are the kind of games I'm thinking about. Just want to bounce it off you guys, see how you're feeling. Austin, I'll let you go first. I had two games that I was that I eyed. So, Austin, you got it. So, I do like the Seahawks versus Arizona. I think the only thing that really worries me about that is just does Seattle make mistakes there at the end of the game? Does Arizona just kind of capitalize on some – you know, right. some explosive plays, and that's kind of where, like, the thing is. Because these divisional games, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. with the Chiefs and, and Chargers, things always get crazy. What well, kind of does with <laughs> the Seahawks and Cardinals as well. I feel like their games are always all over the place. Um, another one that I like, though, the uh, the Bears versus the Raiders. I know that's a, a, a scary game, but like, I think you look at the Raiders right now, and they are just all over the place. Like, I think the, I think the Bears find a way to win this football game. Now, Even without Fields, do you want to risk that right now? That's the thing is, uh, uh, is is uh, Tyson yep. Bajant Bajant is going to be starting. It looks like, yeah, the rookie quarterback. Yes, yeah. but I mean he's an athletic quarterback, so like that offense is still going to keep going, and True. they're just going to keep running the ball anyways. But with the Raiders, like you're going to have nothing. You don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. You have nothing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so. Here's my, my the Rams versus the Steelers. You can't. Have you used the Rams yet? Can you use the team more than once throughout have, the year? You can only use every team once, but I have not used the Rams. I think the Rams versus the Steelers is another one. The Packers and Broncos, I know you mentioned, that one worries me just because the Broncos have slowly gotten better the last couple of weeks in that game against the Chiefs last Thursday night. I know it's a divisional game, but like the defense was making plays and the offense was able to move the ball down the field. It was just – the Chiefs defense made a couple extra plays that really just cost the Broncos an opportunity to score. So that's kind of why I stay away from that game. But I really like the Rams versus Steelers. So if you had to make me pick right now, I would pick Rams because they're favored by three versus okay. uh, Pittsburgh. So your, so your top two would be Rams and Seahawks? Yep. Okay. Trees? Um, yeah, the Rams were I, – so I was going to go with the Rams, but Steelers coming off of a bye scares me. Um, that they had a week to recover there. Um, so Seahawks were obviously on that list for me and probably who I would go with. Um, and the other one, and it it sounds just like, I don't know, it just sounds so bad just because it's like, oh, well, they won last week, so they have to win this week. Like, But the Browns, I know they're on their road. Mm-hmm. But, the, but that defense is going to make Gardner Minshew just struggle. Like, they're going to do exactly what the Jags defense did, but better because the Browns defense is better. <laughs> like, they're right. just like going to get after him. They're going to have just tight zone coverage and just make him make throws it like hit the pockets and he's not going to be able to do it because that's what Minshew just struggles with it's just it's why he didn't make it in the Jags it's why he struggled last week so I really like the Browns but I would say 
overall, uh, Seahawks were my number one pick before. Okay. And I was, I was leaning Seahawks, but I just want to bring up to you guys. So like, you know, there's nothing worse than getting eliminated with a survivor pool because you got cute early and like saved good teams or saving good teams or saving good teams. So like, I can't go down without using Kansas city is kind of how I feel. They have the chargers this week. We all acknowledge that game could get silly next week. They have the Broncos. Okay, who they just kind of struggled with, but they did beat. The problem is after that Broncos game, they go Dolphins, bye week Eagles. Okay, so that's three weeks I'm not going to be. So I basically have to use the Chiefs this week or next week. So I'm thinking, like, I'm playing this out in my head. Okay, if I go Seahawks this week, which is kind of how I feel, or Rams, because I do like that game as well, because the Rams have been really close every game. They just haven't got it done. Um. So if I go Seahawks this week and then I go Chiefs next week, that gets me two weeks. There's only eight people left. Like this so, could be done. This could be done this weekend. So I'm starting to think this through because that's a fair okay. point. Because next weekend, Cowboys have the Giants, and I think you have to use the Cowboys next week. Mm, right. So they're basically oh, wait, no, they're, be back no it's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I skipped ahead of a couple weeks. It is not Cowboys Giants. It's Cowboys Rams. Sorry. Never mind. Okay. So yes, you could go Chiefs. Next week, right? Ooh, not touching that with a ten foot pole. Uh, I just skipped a week, so like if, if like week seven, if we're planning out a little bit, and we're going to revisit this as long as I keep winning. But if I go Seahawks this week, next week we take the Chiefs over the Broncos. Then we're in week nine, and I'm looking at it, and it's like that's a tough week. Probably Browns. Probably Browns over Cardinals. Otherwise, I mean, yeah. Chargers over Jets, maybe on Monday night. Let me lose my mind. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, I honestly would probably go. I probably would go Colts over Panthers at that point. On that, okay, you know what? I think if we get three weeks down the road, that'll be a good problem to have. Yeah. And if it's not over by then, it'll be just me and one other guy. Totally. Well, so. I mean, so for nobody knows this, obviously, because Dan and I were just talking about it. So, so many people. So, out of the eight remaining. Five of them, four or five of them had the bills last week, right? So, like, you were that uh, close. You were that close. To um, so like four people going into Sunday last week of the um, I think there was well, okay, so these were the bets that were put down last Sunday. Current breakdown on today's games, which would be last Sunday, four people had Buffalo, four people, including myself, had Miami, Seattle had one, and Philadelphia had two. Obviously, Philadelphia and Seattle both lost. That's the other thing. Seattle's coming off a loss, so they yeah. should be hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think Seattle coming off a loss and Pittsburgh coming off a bye is enough to push me towards Seattle. Agreed. Do it. Lock it in. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not locking it in until till Saturday. Here's awesome. how it goes. Here's how the text. Here's how the text goes. Survivor pool, comma. I'll take the Dolphins. I always pick the the team mascot to beat, and then I do location. So last week it was. Survivor pool, comma, I'll take the Dolphins to beat Carolina. Enter. Thanks, comma, Dan Kiever. Every single text is that way, in that form. There you go. Big That's superstitious. Jinx yourself there. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll find out come Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we really will. All righty. Any so, other news uh, that we want to get into and break it down before we start doing our bets? I think there's a lot of news. I mean, there's a ton of injuries. Um, Jalen Ramsey's back practicing. Um, hell yeah hell yeah um i mean yeah there's just a ton of injuries man like it's gonna be very What's the news update on trevor lawrence because he is killing me in fantasy football dude absolutely killing me they signed uh nathan or curtis nathan nathan yeah. rourke so that's yeah. not super reassuring for me it's not it's yeah. not but but today it Trevor sounded pretty confident. He's practiced both days. I think that they're doing it because they have to travel. Um, they're traveling. They travel today. So if they're going to make transactions, they do it today. So then they could, that person can travel with the team and whatnot. So, okay. I think that I think he's going to play personally. Um, but I could also see why they would sit him like, yeah. Just Thursday, night, him, game, da, da, Thursday da. night game. You got you got ten days. You know you got ten days rest. Um, you know 
rest up and then what we have the Steelers the following week. Yeah. Steelers. And then, and then we got the Niners. Whew. Um, also there's rumors that the Jags might be wearing their old school Jags uniforms against the Niners, which, which, like, I mean, I know we want to go back to 99, but the Fred yeah. Taylor uniforms. Yeah. The Fred Taylor uniforms. Sick. It would be so sick. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. So anyways, um, um yeah. So I don't know. Um, cause they've already ruled out certain people. So I, I feel like if they were going to rule him out, they would have already like when they ruled out a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, Jags are beat up though, man. That's and they, a good point. Tyson Campbell is a huge loss at cornerback for them. I think Alave is going to probably feast a little bit. Um, Brandon Sheriff is questionable. Zay Jones is out, but also the Saints, man. They have three offensive linemen out, including both of their tackles. Uh, they have a couple of defenders that are questionable. Um, it's it's going to be a pretty low scoring game, I think. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, Thursday night, won't have it any other way. Thursday night, and like it sucks though, right? Because like the Jags don't get primetime games, and if they don't get Trevor, like people end up games boring. People are like, "That's why the Jags don't play on primetime." <laughs> yeah, okay. Instead, we put the Cowboys on there all the time and watch them get sacrificial lamb to yeah. the 49ers. Perfect. Yeah, love yeah. that for everybody. Yep. Um, when's the last time we had a good Thursday night game? Last week. Yeah, I was like, wasn't wasn't it like last week? <laughs> Who played last week? No, you didn't think the Chiefs Broncos game was good? No, I mean I actually, it wasn't actually, high scoring, but no, I actually didn't. The only good. the only memorable thing I can ever remember on Thursday night football was Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing a pass to Devontae Parker with his helmet on sideways. Yeah, I'd say that's all I can remember. Like that, yeah. that's like otherwise it feels like only bad things happen on Thursday nights. Yeah, week two with the Vikings and Eagles was pretty entertaining. That like that thirty four twenty eight game, it was pretty okay. Long. Do you also just have the entire schedule at your hands right now, Trees? What the heck? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, brother, what what a memory. <laughs> what a memory. If it was especially with it not being great pull. Great pull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, yeah, injuries. We should talk about some injuries. So, yes, we just talked about Trevor. Uh David Montgomery is gonna be out a few weeks. Uh Kieran Williams is out for a few weeks. It Ronnie really, Rivers is also out. Like their whole backfields. Their whole backfield. Like, yeah, it's insane. Um, who else am I missing? There's some big names out there. Khalil Herbert Watson is out for a couple shoulder weeks. Shoulder injury. Deshaun Sean Watson's Watson. a bitch. Yes. Like I'm sorry. Dude. Yeah, like, so in, your... in in a in a super flex league, my quarterbacks are Tua, Deshaun Watson, and Trevor. So if if I uh, if I lose Trevor and then Deshaun doesn't play, I'm gonna be real pissed. Like real pissed. Yeah. Yeah. What would uh, your guys' thoughts be about someone trading uh Justin Herbert away for Deshaun Watson? What are we thoughts uh, on that? Bold. Yeah. So bold. Very brave. I, Very I brave. Much, yeah, I'd much rather have Justin Herbert, but also context. You got you also got Alvin Kamara, and I also think that your team is contending this year. So like there's also that. Like, so it's not just like a straight up Watson for yeah, Herbert, right? Um Obviously, another injury, CMC, huge injury, Debo. Um, sounds yeah. like CMC, I mean, they're not ruling him out yet, but like that, in, if it's an oblique injury, most people miss a week or two on obliques. So, um, given CMC is a different beast and could easily play and st- just score a touchdown for his, what, 16th straight game. Um, Would you be interested in Jordan Mason in your leagues? Uh, Elijah Mitchell over Jordan Mason. It's, you don't That's have to ruin what I was trying to do. That's my take. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right, well, you got it anyways, babe. Yep. yep. Sorry about that. That's um, Justin Fields out. So as we already talked about, so I'm just going down the list of injuries. Um, Adams is questionable. Um, Give me G's out. Surely he's going to be requesting a trade, right? Like who knows? Like, I don't know where he would want to go, but like, sure. You don't want to be in Vegas anymore. That's just not working out for you. Same thing yeah. with DeAndre Hopkins in Tennessee. Like, I think we're actually going to see some names be moved this year at the trade deadline at the Here, receiver position. Here's the like, thing: who's gonna who's gonna trade for Nuke? Like, exactly. he could have gone anywhere, and he ended up in freaking Tennessee because nobody offered him a deal except for Tennessee. And I think New England like was interested, but didn't offer him a deal. Yeah, and dude, great call not going to New England. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Very true. For sure. Did you guys see the video of after the muffed punt at the end of the half when he went 
the guy went and sat down and nuke stood up immediately and walked away. No. Sat down next to him? The, so in that game, I know it was early morning, but Phillips, I think his last name, he muffed a punt with one second left in the half and the Ravens got it. So they got to kick a field goal. Phillips, as soon as he muffed it, like went, was obviously upset, went and sat down on the sideline. Literally sat down right next to Nuke. Nuke was the only one on the bench. The moment he sat down, Nuke looked at him, stood up and walked away. Didn't say a word, just walked away. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> and of course, like everybody on social media is like, you guys are thinking way too far into it. And because, you know, fuck the Titans. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, what a bad, <laughs> what a bad teammate. <laughs> yeah, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Only the Titans would do that. Um, so what else? Uh, what else we got? I don't think I think that's probably about it McCall for Hardman's. Oh yeah, McCall, yeah. Today. yeah. How do you feel yes. about how do you feel yeah. about that? That's uh, that, yeah. that's you news. Yeah, I don't I, honestly. I really don't know. I I got a lot of buddies in the area that are Chiefs fans, of course. You know, being from Missouri and stuff. But it's just like I remember coming into the year, and the topic was like, man, this might be like the best receiver room the Chiefs have had. And the season starts, and it's just been a garbage receiver room. Like we've seen progression from Rasheed Rice, the rookie at SMU. That's good, but we've not seen. Kadarius Tony do anything special you know he's made a couple plays here there but it's just been a dump off to the side and that's it but he's not doing anything after the catch he's not making anything special happen uh I think you bring back Hardman it's going to open up those speed sweeps that they love to do those jet sweeps you know McCall Hardman's nickname is the jet as well and he's so effective at those because he hits the sideline so hard and he's able to just stop on a dime and head vertical and it catches a lot of defenders kind of, you know, overrunning the gap there, trying to beat him to the sideline. Boom, there he is. And he's so good at making that happen. But then you're sitting here looking at the Chiefs, you're like, okay, well, what are you going to do with McCall Hardman, Sky Moore, and Kadarius Tony? You essentially have three of the same type of receivers. McCall Hardman's the better out of the three. But then how are you going to continue to rotate these receivers in? Like Watson, he got injured last week. I get it. Um, but you still have, have like a John Ross on the bench. What are we laughing at, Trees? What I mess up? Was that Reese that just snored? No, it was Dean. So. Yeah, it was Dean. It was my. Oh, dog. It was, oh, it was your dog? I was like, that my for dog. sure was a that for sure was a dog snoring, and I thought for sure. It was yeah, Reese. yeah, he's camped oh. out right here. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Reese Sorry, is, Reese is getting on the couch and won't get off of it. How about you get off the couch, dog? Let's just snuggle in a little tighter. That makes sense because that's what I said. <laughs> We're still doing the show here. Sorry. Um. So, like, looking at the Chiefs receiver room, it's just difficult because it's exciting to get a player in that knows the offense and, you know, can make an impact. But it's also at the same time of you have two other guys that are essentially going to do the same thing or supposed to do the same thing, and they're not doing anything else on the offense. MVS doesn't get those jump ball opportunities. John Ross had it a couple weeks ago against the Vikings. He's probably not getting any more of those. And, of course, you have Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field who's going to eat up targets. So I'm just sitting here looking at the team of, like, what what are you going to do? You going forward, like what's this the main difference going to be for this offense? And I don't know yet, so I don't know how I feel. All right, I mean, they what they gave up such a late round pick for it, right? Like a six, yeah. I mean, they didn't really give up anything, but it's worth it. it. You're bringing them in, but are you gonna? Is it, I don't know, like I guess the value doesn't really matter what you get out of it, it's just still, yeah, it's interesting. So, all right, okay. Let's do this. Let's dive into our bets. Um, mm. You guys both have 11. I have 10 right now, but there was another one that I really wanted to make that I might just say fuck do it and add an 11. Do it. So, do it. Um, Austin, go ahead. Kick us off. Starting us off. All right. I have six college bets, so I'm going to go ahead and run through the three. I have three spreads and then three over-unders. Um, I shouldn't say under because they're all overs, and they're all pretty much the same point line as well. Uh, first one, 45-and-a-half Penn State versus Ohio State. I am taking the over in that game. Ohio State's offense is clicking. Penn State, uh, I think this is going to be a fun matchup. It's a big, meaningful matchup as well. And I think both these teams are going to score well, and 45 and a half seems reasonable. Next up, speaking of reasonable scoring and a high matchup, Tennessee versus Alabama, 48 and a half. I am taking this game as well for the over. And then next, Pitt versus Wake Forest. I am taking the over at 48 and a half. I think Pitt is favored by one in this game, and I almost took that. Um, and I kind of was like, I don't really know if I trust that spread. I don't really like it because Pitt's been back and forth the last couple of weeks of having a big win and then a big, you know, a blowout loss and then a big win and then another loss. So it's this kind of situation you're looking at Pitt. Like, I don't really know who you are from week to week, but I do know you can't put points on the board. And Wake Forest, 
The last time I tried to bet the under with him, they rubbed it in my face. So I'm not going to do that this time. Learning lesson. So now heading into the spreads of my college football bets, BYU versus Texas Tech. I'm taking BYU plus four in this matchup. I was kind of surprised to see that BYU um, was the dog by the four points here. Not necessarily thinking they win this ball game, but I do think it's going to be a close one and probably one that comes down to a game-winning field goal by either team here. Either way, BYU's in a four-point matchup there that I'm looking for. Kansas State playing TCU. I'm taking Kansas State favored by six and a half. I do think they can beat TCU by at least a touchdown. I think this is going to be a fun game. Uh, Kansas State's head coach came out yesterday, for those of you listening, today for us. Um, that he or I think it was over the weekend, excuse me, pretty much saying like, yeah, we're going to use both quarterbacks here, kind of mix it up a little bit. And I think that's going to be exciting for Kansas state because you're coming into this week announcing that but now tcu is looking at was like okay we don't actually know what they're going to do or what how they're going to handle things situationally i think kansas state can use it to their advantage and will next up though for my last game and this was a bet i really just had to throw in there um and it's another over i'm going to take the over at 48 and a half points at duke versus florida state i am hoping this is an acc matchup of the weekend it's a 7 o'clock night game as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Florida State, um, we know they've been putting points on the board. Duke's been surprising teams this year. Uh, me, of all people, you know, in terms of thinking Duke was garbage, I've been wrong. So I'm going to just kind of roll with that. Uh, again, learning lesson. So the over at 48 and a half, Duke versus Florida State, I absolutely love this bet. And uh, I don't think it's the last time we'll be talking about it this evening. All right. So we're all on TikTok, just like everyone else in the entire world, because we don't care who gets our information. Have you guys seen, I know you have, but the uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, um, Need You Now Tonight template with the little kids singing in the choir. It's like auditions. Oh, yeah. Turn around. Yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to think that TikTok, okay? But all the little kids that can't sing for shit, that's Christian Hackenberg, Trace McSorley, Sean Clifford. Okay. And then the kid with pipes, kid with goddamn pipes, Drew Aller. Okay. First bet of the weekend. We called it preseason. I called it preseason. Penn State is going to the goddamn college football playoff. That March starts Saturday. Penn State plus four and a half. Give me the points as a dog against Ohio State. I need it in my soul the nittany lions i think they went outright so if you're gonna give me the points hell yeah brother give me the points by the way i got four college bets and they're all big 10 next one also spread michigan 24 and a half point favorite going to michigan state i think harbaugh wants to make everyone cry they want to do the big brother little brother thing it's his favorite national pastime, get out the khakis and start whooping it, okay? Belt's coming off, folks. He's going to be whooping that. On a much less exciting side of things, I will be taking the under of 42 for the Wisconsin Badgers going to Illinois. These are two defensive teams. Braylon Allen is slightly banged up. Tanner Mordecai, the Wisconsin quarterback, broke his hand. He's out indefinitely. So we're going to get a little bold, take the under at 42, and we can get so much more gross than that. Here it is, folks. I think this is the most anxiety-ridden three hours of your weekend possible. The over-under in the Minnesota going to Iowa game is 32 and a half. And we're taking the under. Hell yeah. I just don't – I want no part of that. Like I, This is – this game will be everything wrong with gambling and college football because you're rooting for no points. These are two bad teams that can't score. Like these are, these are two teams that if you, if they were thrown in a bag full of boobs, they'd come out sucking their thumb. Okay. Neither one of these two teams can get it done. Listen, one that was, I've never heard that super, super strange Two, like <laughs> this is, this is a lose, lose bet, man. It is a lose, lose bet. You either have to stress out this stupid garbage of no points yep, or they score points and they don't have to score that many points and don't. You, then you lose the bet and you're just like, God damn it. Uh, nah. last week, last week, I, I think that Wisconsin is a much better team offensively. Than, than I offensively than either of these, okay? And the Wisconsin-Iowa game 
would have hit an under of like 23. Yeah. It's true. Okay. You're going to give me an extra 10 points on top of that and bring Minnesota to town. Minnesota, the team that got beat by Northwestern. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Okay. It's my turn. Let me, let me live. Let me live. I'm going to let you, I just want no part of it. So, all right. Okay. So I did add another one. Uh, I was baiting out of two of them. Um, and I'm going with, cause I, I've started going more to like, we need to be betting on the big games as well. And there's one that we hadn't really talked about yet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that, I mean, actually Austin did, did this one as well. I shouldn't say that we haven't talked about it. We just didn't give it a lot of topics. So, um, okay. So I'm going with, first off, I'm going to take the over 65 Oklahoma UCF. UCF can put up points. Oklahoma, we know they can, and they're coming off of, off of a buy. I think this is a smash. Next one, I'm taking Memphis at UAB minus five and a half. Uh, next one, I'm taking the over 60 and a half in Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State. Both of these teams, mainly Arkansas State can put up a ton of points, but Coastal Carolina can as well. Um, going back to a spread, taking UTSA minus three at FAU. A couple of years ago, Dan and I were all over UTSA. They're starting to look like the old UTSA the last three weeks. Yeah. They're starting Frank to put Harris up points. Frank Harris is back. So going back to the old well. Uh, we all took a part of the OSU-Penn State game. I also am taking the over of 45 and a half like Austin is. And then the other game, again, I know Austin took this. I'm also going to take it over 48 and a half of Bama-Tennessee. Just nobody's talking about this game. And I think it's going to be really exciting. Let's not forget this was like an epic game last year, right? It was, it was so fun. It was awesome. Like this, that weekend last year, I, it's funny. Cause it was the same weekend that Utah and USC played. Cause I remember everybody was watching that at the tailgate and then we went in and then we made Caleb Williams cry. Um, just a few short hours later. And my last one, speaking of Caleb Williams, speaking of crying, speaking of Utah, I'm taking Utah at plus three. I actually have them at, or sorry, plus three plus seven. Sorry. I wish it I was going to say I'm I, happy it's not I plus saw, three. I was, I, was, I was, well, you had it in your sheet as uh, negative Minus. seven. I know. And I was I like, know. on what world is Utah favored by seven? I'll still take it and win all, all sorts of money. How about that? Um, the alternate but, line, yeah, baby. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'm going to take them at plus seven. Utah is so banged up, man. Like they lost yet another starter this week for the year. Um, it's insane. Um, Vaki is their starting safety who a lot of people like in the scouting world thinks are like, could be like a top two or three safety in a couple of years. Cause he's so young. He literally played running back last week and went for like 180 yards. So, um, yeah. And he's a stud. So he plays both ways. Um, and I think that hey, they're going to do that again. They're going to pound it, run the ball, keep Caleb off the field. And I also think that this, like Notre Dame's defense is very, very good. And what exactly how Notre Dame's defense plays is exactly how Utah's team plays. And so I think they're going to be able to get after him for some plays. Obviously Utah does give up some big plays here and there, but like, they're still like a top five defense in the college. So um, I think it's going to be a close game. Even if Utah ends up losing this game, I don't think it's a blowout. It does kind of suck that USC lost last week because they might come out hungry, but also maybe that puts a little bit more pressure on USC knowing that they mm-hmm. can't make an, can't make another mistake or they're That's out of the, out of the college football playoffs, right? Um Utah's nothing to lose, man. Like we we beat them twice, like we could just be like, "Hey, we go in and we can just like just own you or own USC if we win again." So, uh I'm going to take I'm going to take Utah plus seven. I absolutely yeah. love it. Um, is it at USC or is it at Utah? It's at USC. Mm. Man. So what ha- let's say like Utah wins, okay? Yeah. What yeah. happens to USC? They're dead. What's the conversation? They're dead. They're dead. They're dead, dude. Just dead for the season or just like, yeah, USC we're just we're never gonna they see would them. need they would need Washington to like fall apart. Well, I mean there's no way of you or USC making it right. Cause then they're now they're games behind four teams. They're like, they're like fifth in the pack 12. If they lose fifth place team. Yeah, exactly. But like Austin, I think you're I asking just in, you're talking about like just in general, right? Dude, like pack 12 is like also that Washington this year. <laughs> so they're so good this year. That Oregon Washington game. Oh my God. 
That game was electric electric last weekend. I want, like, obviously I want Utah in the Pac-12 championship, obviously, but, like, I would not be mad if I saw a rematch of that game Mm because Oregon didn't score in the red zone, like, three times. Like, they probably should have won that game, but I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be like, oh, Oregon's a better team because, like, Washington made the plays and they won the game. They deserve to win that game, but, like, Oregon had their shots and you know they want that that shot again. And like Washington feels like the team this year that everybody is just like uniformly like we're okay with them being good. Like like we yeah. want this team to be good. Like this is a new 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 blood in the top end of the college football, you know, hierarchy. This is good. This is good. We need okay. this. Yeah. Exactly. So Okay. Um awesome. Sorry, I'm going to the rankings real quick in the Pac-12 just because I want to look at it real quick. So, so we have, so we obviously have Washington that's undefeated. Uh, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon State is three and one in conference play, six and one overall. Oregon is two and one, five and one overall. Utah's five and one overall, two and one in the conference. Um, yeah, I mean USC could. I what mean, about um? What about what about Colorado? Colorado is one and three in the wow. conference. Yeah. But I mean, okay. USC. So they're dead. Yeah, All right. Yeah. USC is still first in the, in the conference right now. Cause they're undefeated in the conference. So is Washington. Yeah, I know they're they're But USC is, is four and oh in the conference and Washington's oh, only three. And right. oh. It's reverse but, alphabetical. I gotcha. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So and then you're taking a sobriety test tonight. Did you? Uh, I freaking hate you sometimes. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Austin. It's reverse alphabetical. <laughs> it is. I mean, here we go. Here we go. Now to the NFL slate. I hear my five bets for NFL. I'm taking the Jags plus one and a half versus the Saints on Thursday night. Um, I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Hopefully, he does play as well. But either way, looking at the Saints, there's just there's so much potential there, and it's just not being taken advantage of. And I do think this is going to be one of these games where the pro- or excuse me, where the Jags realize. We are in prime time. This is an opportunity uh, to leave a good impression, you know, on everybody watching. I think they're going to do that. And I also just think they're a team that has more of a uh, correlation on how their offense is going to run. They know how to work together um, better than what the Saints do right now. I think when you watch the Saints play, it's kind of all over the place of do we want to take shots? Do we want to kind of just be methodical getting up and down the field? Uh, It looks like my internet's cutting in and out. So if that sounds scraggly and it's all over the place, I do apologize. But I like the Jags offense more than I do the Saints. And I think we mentioned the injuries earlier for the Saints that Treese went over. So I think even the Jags coming into this game, I think they have a fair chance at winning, even though they're dogs by point and a half. So next up, Lions plus three versus the Ravens. I'm actually stunned that the Lions are are dogs in this game and that the Ravens are favored. They have not looked put together at all this season. Um, in terms of their receiving options, I know Odell Beckham had a good game last week, but you're playing Tennessee, and Tennessee's defense is good at stopping the run. They're not good at stopping the pass, and that's the, the pretty much the highlights we got to see from the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson had a couple plays himself, but we were able to see Odell have a decent game, but that's just about it. You look at the lines, though, this is a complete football team. Like this is a team that is built to make a run. They want to run the ball. They're going to pound it down your throat. They want to throw the ball. They're going to throw it to anybody and everybody. And, uh, oh, yeah, Mr. St. Brown, dude's pretty freaking good. I think he had, what, 15 targets last week and 12 receptions. That's insane. And nobody's talking about it. Like it reminds me of DJ Moore in Carolina, Trees, where we used to talk about just how much he was dominating and nobody gave him that recognition. And now we're sitting here looking at St. Brown and it's a similar thing. The dude's just having fantastic weeks, week or fantastic games week in and week out. And it's just kind of being like, eh, like whatever. The Lions are here. They're going to beat the Ravens. The Them being favored by three is just hilarious to me. Next up, Bears versus the Raiders. I kind of dove into this a little bit earlier with uh, Dan going over what matchups he wanted to pick in his uh, Survivor League. I think the Bears have an opportunity to win this game, even if Justin Fields isn't at quarterback, because the Raiders are just so bad. I do worry about Max Crosby on the Raiders, but like genuinely, that's it. Run away from the guy. You know what I mean? The the Bears are going to want to run the football game, the run the football this game anyways. Run it the opposite direction of that guy because he can single handedly win you the ball game. That would be the one concern in that bet. Next up, Rams favored by three versus Steelers. I'm taking the Rams in that as well, just due to the fact that the Steelers, 
they can't get anything rolling on offense. I don't know if it's your offensive coordinator. I don't know if you don't trust Kenny Pickett. I don't know if it's just Najee Harris not being a good running back that we thought he was going to be. But the Steelers, even coming off the bye, I just I don't trust them. Now, Mike Tomlin's going to find a way to put his team in a position to win. That's just what he does. But this Ram offense can score. Their defense is looking solid. I think they win this game pretty easily, being favored by three. The next up, Packers versus the Broncos. I'm taking the Packers favored by one. I know we also talked about it earlier. But I do think coming off the bye is going to help. You get Aaron Jones back on offense as well. And then Christian Watson is healthy. Jordan Love's feeling a little bit more comfortable as a starting quarterback there. That's what I'm rolling with. Packers favored by one versus the Broncos. Hey, I'm glad that fade Austin season is over because we have a little bit of overlap. Uh, I got seven bets on the NFL slate starting off. I got two uh, first drive ending and punt bets last week. Treese mentioned uh, that you could get those. Uh, we have to do when we're making our <laughs> that bets, hit, by the way. It, no, it did. No, it Cause did. they went, so- they went for it on fourth down. It was bullshit. Oh, um, yes. I so forgot like, about when, that, to be honest with you. Thanks for bringing when it up. When we do it, they have to be – the odds got to be uh, minus 150 or worse. Okay? So, like, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to take a anytime Patrick Mahomes passing touchdown. Like, you can't do that. Okay? We're going to make actual bets uh, yeah, to make people money. We can. But I'm going to start doing that shit. Not on the show. <laughs> I don't think you get – the odds – if you lose that, oh, my God, the odds would be terrible. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm taking the Saints first drive punt Thursday night against the Jags. Trees mentioned it last week. Last week was the first time all year the Jags haven't forced the opponent to go three and out on their first drive, and it was because they went for it on fourth down. Sounds like bullshit to me. Uh, Next one I'm doing the Vikings. First drive is also a punt against the San Francisco 49ers. I have Green Bay as a one-point dog going to Denver. Green Bay coming off a bye, just like Austin. I like that quite a bit. Also, like Rams as a three-point favorite against Pittsburgh. Uh, the Rams have been right there in every game this year. I know Karen Williams is out, but I think Zach Evans is a very explosive athlete, former five-star recruit in college. I think he can really get it going in that McVay scheme. Going to go Vegas and Bears under 37.5. This is probably the first time since the dawn of this show I've had three unders. I hate unders, and I have three of them this week. Let's just let's get weird. Do, do, do. I got out of order here, boys. But uh, last ones, I'm going to double up here. Sunday night football. My Dolphins are a two-and-a-half-point dog against the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are coming off a loss. Miami, the vibes are immaculate right now. Everything's going Miami's way. So I'm taking Miami full game spread as a two-and-a-half-point dog. I think they win the game outright. And double dip, going to take my sweet prince Tua to throw over one and a half touchdowns against that Philly secondary. I think the Philly secondary, I know it's banged up, but I think they're actually cheeks. What they got out there is cheeks. So I don't care if it's got to be a shuffle pass. I don't care if it's a 40-yard 40 yard bomb to Tyreek. I don't care if it's a 10-yard curl to Jalen Waddle. Whatever it's got to be, give me over one and a half passing touchdowns for my boy Tua. Love it. Love it. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns at minus two at the Colts. I know it's a road game, but I think that the Colts defense, we already talked about, I think the, or sorry, I think the Browns defense can really shut down the Colts. Uh, I'm taking, I realize this is another road game, which is not great. Um, Bills at New England, minus eight and a half. Big number, but I think the Bills are going to find a way to just dominate this game. Um, I'm taking the over 37 and a half. For the Falcons-Bucks game, give me points. If the Falcons win this game, we will be heading into, what, week seven, eight, whatever week it is next the following week with all of the teams that we have as division winners in first place. Hell yeah. For, for our bet. Last bet. I just changed it. Just changed it. I now feel very confident in this. I know, Austin, you had a better week last week, but you talked way too confident about that game to make me think that that was going to happen. I'm now taking the Ravens at minus three against the Lions. <laughs> Whoa! That, I think the, Ryan, having the Lions made, won, haven't the Lions won like the last three uh, games by double digits? What? Uh, haven't the Lions won like the last years, three games know? by double digits? Probably. I, I'm going to look that up now. I think the Lions are, in fact, rolling. Right now. Okay, so last roll, couple roll, games. Roll. Yep. 
They beat the Bucks 20 to 6, beat the Panthers 42 24, mm. beat the Packers 34 mm-hmm. 20, beat our Falcons 20 to 6. Yeah. It's what they do. And it come the Ravens thinking they're just all this and that. And here come the lines ready to just bite off some kneecaps, boys. And I don't think Harbaugh allows I don't think Harbaugh allows that. Huh? I don't think Harbaugh ever allows the Ravens to get too high or too low. Yeah. Give me the foul. Or give me the stink. Give me the, they can't get out of their own way. Give me the Ravens. Minus three. Give me the Ravens. I've I've heard enough. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. That's fine. That's fine, Trees. No, it's totally fine. Like, side, you want to make a you want to make a bet between us? Yeah, let's do it. Five bucks. Five bucks. Are we doing just I'm straight up bet? Money. Yep. Kay. Yeah, I didn't play any of my bets last week because I was like, I'm tired of losing money. And son of a bitch, I should have done it. That's why. Kay. That's why you don't give up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, everybody heard it. Hey, straight up you... bet. Me versus Austin. He's taking the Lions. I'm taking the Ravens. There we go. That's right. Bingo. Can't drive. Great can't bet. drive the car if it ain't got Great any gas in it. Exactly. Okay, let's hurry and get through the last of this. So, um, Austin, what is your parlay? My three-game parlay, I'm taking the over at 48.5 Tennessee versus Bama. This is a game that we didn't really talk about at all, but a big matchup. I think it's going to be a fun game as well. Taking the Jags plus 1.5 versus the Saints on Thursday night, and then Kansas State minus 6.5 versus TCU. All right, all right, all right. I will take the under 42 for the Badgers and the Fighting Illini. I'll take Michigan in the big line, a 24-and-a-half-point favorite going to Michigan State. And on the NFL side, you know what? Let's do it. Give me two over one-and-a-half touchdowns. Okay, perfect. All right, cool. Uh, Dan, I am taking your your Vikings first drive punt against the Niners on Monday night. I love that bet. Well, I mean, can I, can I, can I, can I keep it though? Yeah, you can keep it. Why? Well, you said you were taking it. Oh, for our five, for our five game parlay. Oh, I thought that we had some new rule. Like you're just oh, going to take one of my bets. I also, I also just realized I didn't do my three game Like parlay. shit, yeah. fucking Uno. Okay, fine. You're going to do that. Uno, Uno yeah. bitch. Uno, yeah, bitch. exactly. Fuck reverse, no reverse. Um, I decided I'm going to go. I'm I'm done mixing up my three game parlay of having some NFL, some college. I'm going all college. I'm going all overs. Give me the over Oklahoma sixty five. Give me the over sixty and a half Coastal Carolina Arkansas State, and give me the mm. over forty five and a half Penn State Ohio State. That is my parlay. Love it. Okay, now back to our five legger. Let's hit there two. It is. Let's hit. Let's hit two in a row. I'm taking Vikings first drive punt against the Niners. I love that bet, Dan. I think we should definitely put in uh, Minnesota at Iowa under 32 and a half. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> I want you to sweat. We're absolutely not, not, not doing that. If that um, hits, I want everyone to check Twitter when that hey, hits. Austin, I love your 48 and a half Duke, Florida State. Tiger King, baby. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to mention. So. Okay, perfect. Um, yes, sir. I need to find that shirt, by the way. I wore it once and lost it i bet it's in the laundry if you wore it once it's where it's got to be um i also like the i like i like the 48 your... and a half tennessee alabama as well uh, I, I was gonna say i like bet. i was gonna say i like your 37 falcons bucks okay do we got five yet uh no that puts us at four Do we got one bet from everybody? We have one bet from everybody. Correct. Oh, uh, I like Miami plus two and a half versus Philadelphia. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. I'm good with that. Eagles lose two games in a row. Rut row. That'll be fun. I think uh, you guys both have the over in the Penn State Ohio State game. Is that on? Uh, I did not use that because I we no. both used the I, I did the over Tennessee Alabama instead. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Love it. Five leg. Vikings punt on their first drive against the Niners on Monday night. Then we have over 48 and a half Duke versus Florida State. We have over 37 and a half for Falcons Bucks. We have over 48 and eight and a half for Tennessee, Alabama. And Miami at plus two Sunday, sorry, plus two and a half at Philadelphia on Sunday night. This is going to be sick uh, when it comes down to Monday night. It's third and eight. 
Kirk yeah. Cousins drops back and Nick Bosa just comes around the corner with his you know <laughs> wood on fire. You want hands what, up, though? brother. Hands up. You want to down. It's stressful, like watching that last, having that bet last week. It's stressful because you can't celebrate for for a turnover. You're just like, no, right. just a complete pass, like just sack it, but no, <laughs> yeah. not a strip sack fumble, right? Right. It's yeah. Dip, and just then, dip. It's stressful. Yeah. All right, incompletion. Good. And that then fourth down, you're like, all right, hey, clean snap, just clean snap, good punt. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So oh, when they man. when they came out, oh yeah, it was it was just brutal. So, anyways, so that's it. That's our bets. Let's keep rolling. We're, we're doing all right. Austin, I was also thinking, like, obviously you were really cold for a while, but you're still at 47% on the year. Like, I know, like, shut obviously up. our shut goal up. is always, nope, I'm not going to shut up. That's still pretty damn good for how cold you've been for the last, like, Dude. three weeks. So, like, what I like about started, our show, baby. what I love about our show is our show, we record it before all of, like, the betting articles come in. Yeah. You know, come out. So then, like, on Thursday when our show's out already, we've already recorded. I'll read a couple of them. Uh-huh. And dude, these people are getting paid to give betting advice. Oh man! And they're all like significantly under five hundred on the year. Dude, yeah, there was I'm some like, that I was reading that like they went like here we are one in nine giving fucking heaters every week. I know you're That's welcome, insane. people. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. We're literally giving you money. You're welcome. Yeah. Tip, we don't tip ask your waitress. We don't ask for anything. So, all right, okay. We appreciate you all. Go Utes. Go Jags Thursday night. Yeah, you guys, you guys are good. We get it. Like we get Miami and the Chiefs are good. Um, we're gonna talk about my team right now. So go teams, prime time, both times. Go teams. And my team plays prime it. time. Your wow. team does play prime time. It does, yeah. So um, but yeah, all right, okay. We appreciate y'all. Okay. Tonight we've been talking football.